Hello everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real struggles we all face and secretly struggle with. Through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. So let the femaling adventure begin. There's something I haven't told you before that I realised last night when I was sitting down to plan this podcast for you because the podcast is about how a bad experience can lead to new opportunities. And I was thinking about how it was I wanted to share this with you um, and how I wanted to be able to get this point across of how incredible sometimes a bad experience can be, which we will get to, don't worry. And I suddenly realised that I actually have a confession to make I have a big fat confession that I haven't shared with you before and it comes under this heading of how a bad experience really led to massive possibilities and opportunities for me. So we'll get on to that but very briefly today that's what we're going to cover and and how sometimes bad experiences they can either be bad experiences and we can just move on from them and just think well that was a bit crap don't really want to visit that or you can look at it as an opportunity to learn to grow to be a better version of yourself than you were before and I know that sounds really cheesy so please I'm asking you just bear with me here because I will I will unpack all of this for you but ultimately you can experience that bad thing that happened and you can either stay put and just see it as a bad experience or you can look at it as a positive one and one that's led you to all different things and being the person that you are today now I know which one which camp I sit in and which one I would prefer to take on so when I was looking at doing this uh, podcast for you I was thinking about um, moments in my life where this has happened and one of the big ones was when I started to suffer with anxiety and panic attacks and yeah I mean I know like anxiety and panic attacks are not they don't feel very opportunist at the time by any means but actually it was one of the best things that ever happened to me and I'm going to explain why. So I was a very young mom. I had two babies at home. I was juggling two jobs. I was running my own business. I was working in TV at the time, and that was taking on a massive toll. Um, I was running my house. Um, I had a potential eating disorder on the horizon, which you'll know about if you've listened to my previous podcast. I had debilitating migraines, debilitating. And some days would just be, you know, the minute my babies were in bed, I would just put myself to bed at seven o'clock. I would cancel loads of social arrangements. I mean, I was not in tip-top health, to say the least. I was juggling a lot, and I wasn't very happy whilst I was doing it. So, of course, voila, a few little anxiety-ridden panic attacks decided to join in. Well, that was lovely. That was something I hadn't experienced before. So... (laughs) And I hadn't. I had always been this very chilled, happy-go-lucky girl. Always. 
So suddenly I'm now graced with uh, bad health. And when I say bad health, I mean in terms of my migraines and I was a little bit depressed. Um, and now and now I was going to have to start dealing with panic attacks and anxiety. Uh, no, no, I wasn't because no, no, that wasn't part of the plan. I didn't have time for it. So what did I do for the first year? I completely and utterly shut it down. So here's what would happen. It wasn't every day. It was every few days. I, I couldn't even give you the pattern of when it was. But suddenly I would feel this this urgency rising up inside of me where I couldn't breathe, I couldn't swallow, I couldn't think straight. And I would just be in a sense of absolute fear and panic. And I couldn't string a sentence together. And all I could do was sit in a dark room and breathe. And, and this was a big reality for me that was that started off maybe once or twice here and there, but very quickly progressed to once a week, then twice a week. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, this is, this is, what is this? This is not going away. I mean, there were times where I remember one time clearly when I had the food shop arrive at my door, the online shop arrived at my door and the guy put all of the food shopping in, you know, in the middle of the kitchen. And I looked at it and I cried and because I, I felt totally and utterly like I couldn't breathe because I, look, I'm feeling nervous. I talk about it. couldn't breathe because I didn't know how to put this shopping away. That that was how like minuscule it had gotten. I couldn't do the simplest of things. So, what would anyone do in that situation? You would completely and utterly resist it, right? I didn't want that. So I was like, no, no, no. I, I can't be doing with this. This is not happening. And once I got over one hurdle, I'd think, right, okay. So we've had that. That's gone away, and I would completely ignore it as if it wasn't now part of my life. But sadly, it was. And that probably went on for about a year, a good year where I was just trying to ignore the migraines, ignore the panic attacks and ignore this constant gnawing anxiety that was going on in me. I mean, I felt dreadful, as you can imagine, right? I wasn't functioning. I wasn't really um, in the mood to socialize or do the things that I massively enjoyed. I just wasn't very happy and I wasn't very healthy. So that was the first year. Um, the second year, I think I started to... <laughs> very, uh, I, I got a therapist um, and a counsellor and she kind of, we started to look at my anxiety as a thing, which I, which I obviously wanted to avoid like the clappers, but I didn't. I sat down and realised, okay, this is here. What is it I need to know about this? What is it I need to do? And I will never, ever forget. She turned around to me and she said, anxiety, and I take this with me to Every single day, I well, okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration. I do think about this a lot. The anxiety can be an opportunity because it is here to tell you something. It's here to tell you a story. What is your anxiety telling you? Now, that was a little bit of a game changer for me because I thought, oh, like, I can actually, what, this could be a positive? Oh, I, I didn't know that. Now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like, oh, okay, she said this one sentence to me and I was suddenly free from anxiety. Absolutely not. But what it did was it allowed me to sort of settle into it as not being something fearful and frightening and actually see it as an opportunity to check in with myself and see what was going on. So I would say that I kind of grappled with that kind of theory for about another year because these things don't happen overnight, right? 
and it takes a lot of work and a lot of commitment and a, you know a lot of self-awareness and blah 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 you know, you know the drill but actually once I stopped seeing this anxiety as a negative thing and as something that I didn't want in my life and I and I didn't want it in my life but I knew it was here so I had to somehow get real about what was happening for me she gave in this one sentence she gave me the permission to be able to look at where my life was at how I was managing everything which FYI I was not and say okay what is it that needs adjusting here so that I can be happier and healthier so and that's what I started to do I grappled with that for for quite a long time and um and it worked and it worked the the anxiety was still very much there but I wasn't completely and utterly in fear of it so listen I still get anxiety today at times I can still get really overwhelmed about really stupid stuff and and it's funny that it hasn't changed that much from you know the day that the guy left the shopping on the floor to now that the logistical stuff of my life can really throw me over the edge and if you follow me on social media you know I'm very open about all that and I think I think that's quite I think that that that's quite common for women today that are just juggling absolutely everything that's going on but and here's the important bit it has given me new parts of myself new strengths new ways of looking at things and absolute empathy for people that do suffer with anxiety. I have had to pull myself out from the deepest, darkest depths of myself to be able to function. So I've learned how I can cope better. I've learned what keeps me calm. I've learned what throws me over the edge. I've really had to look very deep within to get a hold of this situation and work it to the best of my ability. So does it still come up? Absolutely. But do I manage it a lot better than I did five years ago? Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course I do, because I've done the work on myself. So a bad experience can lead to new opportunities. And the new opportunity that led to for me was A, I grew as a person. And B, now when I coach people on it, and because let's face it, you know, you suffer from anxiety, I suffer from anxiety. It's a very common part of our society today because we live in such a chaotic world and everything's instant. So, so, it's, very, so it's very common in all of us. And it's something that I need to be very aware of in terms of helping my clients and helping coach my clients through this, through anxiety. And now I have an absolute personal experience of this so that I can use that to help others. So look, I know what you're thinking. Firstly, you're probably thinking that I'm cracking on. So I'm going to stop about that for a second. And you're probably thinking, well, my bad experience is not an opportunity for me. It's just a bad experience. It just feels bad and there's no changing it. Well, you know what? Sometimes we cannot change a situation. Of course we can't. You know, if a relative might be sick or you're dealing with a divorce or you've lost your job or money's tight, whatever the, the situation might be. No, sometimes you can't change things, but you can use it as a way to find out what it is here to teach you and how you can grow as a person. Every situation in our life is here for a reason 
and we get to make it that way. The situation may not change, but how you experience it will. I'm going to repeat that because it's really, really important. Your situation may not change. You may still be getting divorced. You may still be having money troubles and you may still be dealing with someone that you love who's not very well. Whatever the situation may be, no, you may not be able to change it. But how you experience this situation can change. And you can either go forth in this situation struggling, finding it very, very difficult, um, feeling depressed, feeling anxious, feeling overwhelmed, (laughs) whatever it is for that day. Or you can look at it as somehow an opportunity for you to grow as a woman, become somehow stronger, find parts of yourself and edges of yourself that you never thought existed. Because the situation is the situation. You can't change that. So you might as well change how you experience it. So know that a bad experience can lead to new possibilities and new opportunities. Does that make sense? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some quick tips in how you can turn these bad experiences into new possibilities. So tip number one of how to turn a bad experience into a new opportunity is ask yourself, what can I learn here and now from this situation? You know, you get to learn whatever life throws at you and your biggest learnings usually come from difficulty. And, you know, that that can be a hard thing to take on, but it is the truth. The biggest learnings usually come from the hardest of times. So ask yourself, what can I learn from the here and now? Why is this here? How can I grow from this? Okay, that's number one. Number two on how to turn a bad experience into a new possibility is think of the potential possibility rather than looking at the obstacle. So in my case with my anxiety, my obstacle for the definitely the first year was I focused purely on the anxiety not being there or not wanting the anxiety to be there. And I saw it as an absolute obstacle. It was absolutely finite. Could I stay absolutely anymore? <laughs> It was finite. It was an obstacle. I didn't want it in my life. And therefore, that's all it was. It was an obstacle because that was how I was dealing with it. But the minute that therapist opened up to me and said, this is a story and this is an opportunity for you to look deep within and see what this is here to tell you. It was like, hold on. There's possibility here. There's something opening up for me here. Suddenly this anxiety might be here to tell me something really informative about myself. What might that be? So think of the potential possibility rather than just focusing on the obstacle. Okay? So number three on how you can turn a bad experience into a new possibility is breathe. Be present and accept what is here, Where whenever it's here and go with it rather than against it going back to me looking at it as an obstacle I was always pushing it away because I didn't want it because it was unpleasant I made it wrong 
So I was pushing it and pushing it rather than just going with it. And when I get anxiety now, as easy as it is to go straight to, no, 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 I don't want this. I now go with it by asking myself, okay, you're here, anxiety is here again, the overwhelm is here again, what is it I need to address because I know I've done this work and I know that it's always me being out of alignment somewhere or taking too much on logistically and then I get very anxious. So breathe, be present, accept that it's here and go with the flow of it rather than against it. And finally, my final tip of how you can turn a bad experience into an opportunity is gratitude. Now just stay with me here. The thing is that when you suffer from anxiety or you suffer from something that is bringing you down, whether it's stress or whatever it may be for you, the times in when you don't feel bad or the times where you might feel slightly calmer that day or you might feel in an energised mood, actually it feels really, really great because you know what the other side of the coin looks like. So you get to be really grateful for the things that you weren't paying attention to before, which are the simple things in life of just waking up and not not feeling burdened, not feeling overwhelmed or stressed. You get to really appreciate the simplicity of feeling okay, being okay, walking out in the sunshine. You You start to pay attention to the things that you weren't paying attention to before because you've needed to, because you've had to really start to zone in on what your self-care looks like because you need it so much more, right? In those days where you're struggling, your self-care becomes so much more vital and important to get you through the day. So gratitude, the gratitude for just feeling okay, being okay, being healthy, feeling mentally stronger than you did the day before. Gratitude. Good old gratitude. I can I can actually put gratitude into absolutely anything and it works because gratitude is probably one of the biggest modes of self-care that we can use. But that's another podcast for another time. So let me recap those four simple steps for you in how to turn a bad experience into an opportunity or a possibility. So, step number one, ask yourself, what can I learn here? What can I learn from whatever life is throwing at me right now? What am I meant to learn and find out? That's number one. Number two, think of the possibility rather than just focusing on the absolute obstacle. Number three of how to turn a bad experience into an opportunity, breathe, be present, accept what's here and go with the flow of it rather than against it. And number four, gratitude. Just being grateful for the things that you weren't paying attention to before. So that summarizes the podcast of knowing how to turn a bad experience into a possibility or an opportunity for you. I hope that you've got something from that and I hope that's been of use and that you can use it in the future. 
And no, and honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I truly mean this. You can turn it into whatever you want to turn it into. The experience, the bad, the bad experience will still be thrown at you, whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not. But it's how you grow from it, how you learn from it, and what you want to do with it and what you choose to do with it. Here at Femaling, this isn't just like any other podcast. You get to be part of a movement where you accept yourself, understand yourself, and you get to be yourself. And you deserve all three things. You deserve so much to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. And sometimes, what's that saying? Sometimes life doesn't give you what you want, not because you don't deserve it, but because you deserve so much more. You have been listening to the Femaling Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for your time and for listening. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please share it, write a review and subscribe. You can find me on all social media channels, mainly Instagram, at Nicole Goodman underscore coach. I'm on Facebook, at Nicole Goodman Life Coach. I'm on LinkedIn, Nicole Goodman. Just type in Nicole Goodman and you'll find me. And please stay tuned every week. And remember, it is a privilege to be a woman. Have a wonderful day.